you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. The friend zone. I'm in the zone. Mm-hmm. Calling the police wasn't necessary. You could have walked your happy ass over here and asked me to turn my shit the fuck down. And then I would have offered you a motherfucking drink and a sauce dog. So the next time, be neighborly and come over here and ask me to turn my shit down. Don't call no motherfucking police when we hope. You done lost your motherfucking mind. And that's to the hole that called the motherfucking police on me. Preach. You got a motherfucking problem, come holler at me. You know the address because you call the cops, bitch. <laughs> so two things wow. first of all, so first of all first of all let me tell you why <laughs> let me just qualify it right because i know it may have been a little racy okay Don't a little, sh- little shakari right <laughs> which anybody who calls the police on me you're a hoe period you know what i'm saying beyond that in the season of people are having cookouts now, people are taking advantage mm. of shared communal outdoor spaces. Oh, people boy. are on their porches and yards right now. I felt like that was timely, okay? <laughs> Relevant information. Now, what you just heard was a viral TikTok, that, uh, a viral video from TikTok, I should say, that came across my desk, figuratively, um, of this woman who was addressing on a loudspeaker and a microphone in her front yard at night in front of a, a, a charcoal grill, she was addressing one of her neighbors who had called the police on her about, quote unquote, turning her shit down, which obviously <laughs> means that she is playing music. That very speaker she was talking loud on in the yard, she was probably playing music, <laughs> probably blues or rap, you know, probably like 90s rap, Snoop and Dr. <laughs> Dre or some shit, you know what I'm saying? And she, her neighbors called the police on her. And so instead of, she didn't know what to do because you don't know which neighbor it is, which is the most sucker-ass part of it because they always do it like that, and you know, anonymously. Uh, but she didn't know who it was, so she just addressed the whole damn block. <laughs> and she was, my, my favorite part of the whole thing, and as you guys are listening to this at home, I'm sure you're going to go back and rewind it and listen again now that you have that context. But my favorite part was she said, you could have been neighborly and came by and asked me to turn my shit down and I'd have gave you a drink and a motherfucking sausage dog. That's what she talked about. <laughs> you could have been neighborly, okay, and came over here and asked me to turn my shit down and she would have done it yeah. and hooked them up. 
But no, they wanted to be a hoe. So that's why she <laughs> said what she said. And she told them, if you got a problem with it, you know the address because you called the police on me, hoe. <laughs> <laughs> So let Why them do I feel it. like we keep seeing these videos? Remember the other one you sent us with the lady in the jersey and the knee <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the one that said, the one that told her, and when your grandson come outside, I'm going to pull his hair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But this like, lady right here was in through? the right. This lady was in the right that was on this damn loudspeaker. <laughs> and let it be a lesson. As we move forward with summer and all of the summer shenanigans and activities, don't be a hoe ass neighbor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> be neighborly and go address concerns face to face, lessen the, you know, the the um, contention of it all. You know what I'm saying? And, and make it non-confrontational. Be neighborly and you just might get a drink and a motherfucking mm. sausage dog. And with that being said, I'd like to welcome everybody to the Friend Zone, your weekly look at all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene, because who in the hell wants to not be neighborly? Y'all know I don't. That ain't even my style. I would actually appreciate a drink and a sausage dog. Like, when she said that in the video, I was like, oh, y'all got sausage dogs over there? Okay. You recognize the, the greatly missed opportunity, whoever that punk yeah. ass neighbor was that called the police. I can't stand no police ass bitch at all. I can't, especially a neighbor. But honestly, that's what happens too when a lot of white people start moving into the hood because it's quote mm-hmm. unquote cheaper. And mm-hmm. then they just be calling the police on your ass every day for everything for yeah. your TV, for your radio, for your conversation. That's fine, because like Funky Dineva said, you're going to pay on the front end or you're going to pay on the back. So, <laughs> bitch, you call the police on me, I'm stealing your packages. <laughs> Call, you know, I'm stealing every package coming to your house for you a know, year. I live in this damn <laughs> hipster-ass building, so it's funny watching uh, the white people, they arguing like this group chat. There's like, there's an app where they all get on there and they be complaining about stuff. And I log in every once in a while to... So Wait, the, what? Like a, an app that's central so to your So our building, building has a, 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 an, a, it's a group and an app, and then it's literally like a bulletin wow. board. So if anybody's selling things or uh, they need a parking spot or they need boxes for moving, like a whole bunch of stuff happens in there. But I'd be crying because people mm-hmm. be in there complaining about other stuff, and they'd be calling each other out. Like somebody's like, if that's your dog barking on the fifth floor, like you need to get, like they'd be going. And then the person be like, oh, maybe it's mine. Sorry, my husband will be home soon. So hopefully, I guess white people, I guess, be more in the spirit of that, just because in the building I'm in. Why would you ever want to be able to talk to your neighbor when you ain't at home? That's why I, have to, every now and then I check in to see what's for sale, but those people be like in there. And I'm be like, so y'all really like, that's like that's like the neighborhood app. I told you I downloaded it um, when I got here because I just was curious, you know, what people were talking about in the neighborhood, what's happening in the neighborhood. Because you know, these neighborhoods, the quiet ones to me mm-hmm. are scarier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe Hell that's yeah. just the new the New Yorker in me. Like, let me see what's happening out loud right. on the table. You know, but I know here, internet it's like pipe sneaky. bomb making ass bitches in a closet somewhere. Me? Yeah, with boogers <laughs> and eating their cuticles down. <laughs> a weirdo. I understand. Now, I will say this: one of one of my new neighbors. You know, I be having. You know, I you know I have like get-togethers and stuff. You know, so, I wondered that too because I was like. 
How his new his neighbors are like, hey. Baby, one of my neighbors came to the party. <laughs> <laughs> one of my neighbors for the first floor. I seen him at the club. <laughs> and so people was coming over. So he's like, you mind? I'm like, come on. So he had a great time. And we just Stop fist bumped it. like two days ago. I ran into him coming out the building. We fist bumped. How you doing? Now we yep. look out for each other. This person now. Community. You know? That's okay. so, yeah, but plus my parties be off the hook, so you already know everybody wants. They come. do. That's why I'm like, I wonder how his neighbors, but if they cool with it, that's bomb. They they neighbors across the way and they moved, and I'm sad about it. Damn. Oh, that happened when I was in well, high You know what? Lot. Remember, I, like every every month, I felt like a new set of black neighbors was. But moving. here's here's. Here's the gotcha, Damn. gotcha, right? Well, before I tell you the gotcha, gotcha, first of all, shout out to my girl Ashley in the front. You know, she leaving soon in case hey, you're listening, Ashley. girl. You know, have a great life. You <laughs> that shit. We follow each other on Instagram. We're going to keep in touch. But even she, I was like, girl, I'm so sad. I actually just sold her this today, so this is so funny. I was like, I'm so sad my neighbors moved. She was like, which ones? The ones across from me? I was like, yeah. She was like, oh, the fine black dudes. I said, like, yeah. They gone. And she was like, they were so fun. I was like, I know, girl. Like, were they a couple they were or were brothers. they roommates? So, and they were just two types of fine. So it was oh. just like, like <laughs> and now that. it's white people. It's just, I don't know if I could do I that. I mean, because I'm close to my brother. No, I, I mean, I no, they were straight. So, but only, only need one, don't need both. So, <laughs> I'm going to miss you, Blacks. <laughs> but I would never, I would never Especially mess with right across though. the Remember hall. Remember I told y'all in Harlem? No, when I was in Harlem, did um, I remember? I was this. in that apartment for years. I think I was in that place for eight years or something, nine years. Yes, which is like rare in New York. Um, and then I forget what year that that neighbor moved in. I remember he was moving oh, yeah. stuff in. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah, he's a trainer, and we kept having the Janet Jackson mm-hmm. music video moment where, like, I would come out and he would come out at the same time, and then we'd be pressing, waiting for the elevator. Nobody saying anything. I love you just coming feel at that the same tension. time with cute people that I think are attractive. <laughs> he would come out, you come, y'all come at the same time. I used to love that. <laughs> It's people I think find attract, especially strangers. I ain't even got to know your name. <laughs> Make it a moment. Shout out to Kyle Price. Make it a moment. Okay. That's what we would do every time we saw each other. But then I told you, <laughs> one night, one day we ended up walking to the train together and still not saying much. I remember Just like this. little chit-chat. And then when I got in a different car, his face cracked and he like never talked to me again. I was like, he was really mad at that. Wasn't it something <laughs> like, about some sneakers or, or something? I remember something about sneakers being delivered or something being involved in this some kind of way. Maybe you were going to get remember. a package or something. There was something yeah. about sneakers in this story, but I definitely remember this. And I wonder yeah. what, yeah. <laughs> I wonder where. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know, I love that. Shout out to Harlem. Shout out to neighbors. Shout Shout out out to to partying in the crib. But now ain't the time to be fucking your neighbors, though, y'all. You gonna get monkey Yo, what is going on? (laughs) I I, I said it looked like somebody put a cigarette out all over your ass. I I don't want no damn monkey pots. You see that? Yeah, they're horrible. I've seen some pictures on Twitter, but I also. You know how you can't trust Twitter because they'll just circulate some shit. You'll be like, that is not no monkey box. It was like people looking. No, but (laughs) that shit looks crazy. If if that's for real. 
Yeah, I'm like, that's all we like. That's all we need now. Like we've been stuck at home, finally getting a little bit of movement and freedom. Now this shit that makes your face look crazy. Like, right. At first I thought they was trying to be funny. I thought it was some MAGA shit. Cause like I didn't heard chicken pots, which I already thought was offensive as a black person anyway. <laughs> then smallpox, you know what I'm saying? Which, you know, take it or leave it. But now monkey pox, I said, now bitch. I know motherfucking well you ain't trying to say that's some black oh people God. shit. But then they, then they, so I was conflicted when they said it was a gay thing because I was like, oh, who? And then I was like, they wait a minute. A yeah. yeah, they what? did. You ain't seen that? How? How's it a gay thing? Because we just want to fuck. And so they said, like, you know, that's how it's getting passed around. But it's all a big fat lie, a big white lie. Red gift. Um, Right, and and but you know the gays going the hell off. I don't know why they thought they <laughs> right. could blame that. Oh, they should. They'd have been better off saying like the black gays. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they didn't. They didn't. They wanted to choose one blanket. So now, out uh, magazine, glad everybody, human rights, everybody is on their motherfucking ass. Like, bitch, we'll have you know. It's been all on CNN and shit. They pointing the finger, baby. They letting them know. So I love to see that kind of backlash. They gay <laughs> This is too much. I was, shout out to Chica, friend of the show, too. She Chica. tweeted, Chica tweeted, okay, God, now you're just being toxic. If you hate us, just say that. <laughs> and that shit looks so nasty. It looked like them, uh, you know, them dumbass pictures that make you itch that are in the ads on cheap websites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked like that. The pictures of the smallpox I seen, I was like, like it triggers mm-hmm. your tryptophobia. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I have yeah. that really bad. I have that in caps I have lock. that so bad. So, Mine is oh, awful. Even just saying it, my Me back too. Like, like literally, like up. right now, you can see on my arm. Same, like, same. Oof, I got it so bad. But come oof. on, La Flor, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. We are being scratching it. Oh, how it hurts. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> now let's let's change subjects because I'm itchy. The candy breath. Oh, legs and hips and body, body. So That's explain right. to me, this is an actual song. It is. It's a real song. It's not what like it is, a clip is from something. Mm-mm. Well, yes and no. Two both things can be true at the same time mm-hmm. because it is a clip from Candy back in the day. I believe it was back in two thousand and like fourteen. I believe. Wow, girl. Or somewhere two thousand ten. It was a while ago. Two thousand fourteen. I believe it was. Yeah, fourteen. She did um, a play called A Mother's Love. They even started to tour with the play, but they eventually ended the tour prematurely because a promoter had kind of done some bad business. And Candy was really upset about having to disappoint the, you know, the talent yeah. and the crew and all that stuff. That was a big deal for her that Phaedra's rotten booty ass um, made a big made fun of instead of being a real friend because she was a low down, dirty ass. But moving on from that. <laughs> so the song comes from that play. There was a scene where Candy um, D Woods from Danity Kane, who was a part of the cast, and Portia Williams, who was a part of the cast too. Um, they were singing that song. They were they were singing about one of the characters in the play who was in love with their man or whatever, and they were saying how they turn them on, they give them legs, hips, and body. And so that was the name of the that's the song, that's what it is. And fun fact on the studio version on the original cast recording, because there is there an is. original cast recording yes. album. For a mother's love, that that <laughs> oh, which also God. a mother's love is streaming on BT Plus by the oh, way. So okay, you can watch I want to watch it. it. 
if you're so inclined. But um, on the on the studio version, Funky Dineva has a um, a little rap, a few bars at the Stop end. Stop it, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. I ain't even playing with you. Hold on. I feel like I'm in a simulation. <laughs> this is just too much. Uh-uh. Look, hold and on. And the funny thing, too, is all the videos on Twitter. Like, you don't even have to press play. <laughs> Listen. like a bitch who know how to use her legs the body, honey. How you think I keep my bills paid? Shout out to Q. Shout out to Quinn. I love it. My boy Q. But Funky Dineva is on there. And I just want to give Funky Dineva his props because he's a part of that song. But yes, so the song has gone viral. People have taken the sound on TikTok and put it over all sorts of videos that have had me rolling, Temple Run videos, uh, so much stuff. And it's such a funny sound. And it just speaks to Candy's talent as a, um, a songwriter, to be honest with you. But not them calling it the video <laughs> ritual song. Ritual. <laughs> Rituals. Yes. Which makes Ritual. it funnier because it's Ritual like creepy, song. Loki. A BBL <laughs> but, ritual. <laughs> and I saw her I saw her in a studio. So I'm like, she about to repackage. She should. She she, she should, better. Huh? Smart cookie. She she definitely in you the think world so? full of Jocelyn Hernandez, like, why not? And Candy's relevant. I, she can pull a current popular rapper to put on that song. And she can make it a thing. You know what it is? I don't even think, for me, it's not even like candy or the song. I just think sometimes people will chase a viral Mm -hmm. moment or like try to monetize it or like, okay, that couple that um, Drake was like messing with a couple weeks back. And then like now, then they were on TMZ, then they had merch. And it's like, Sometimes you gotta let a viral moment just be that, and in, and like ride the wave because anything you do beyond that, like trying to make merch, or trying to like lame. turn it into a LLC, yeah, like something about it is like you said LLC. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think in this case it's a little bit different, just because Candy is act like them people. We didn't care about them. You were laughing right, at you in the first place. We were you were a joke in the first place. <laughs> so the fact that they took themselves seriously, seriously. is what made them up even a bigger laughing stock. So everything and they Candy's did, having fun at the end of the day. Candy's so it's having like, fun. It's all she's an actual yeah. musician. She's an actual artist. She's a person who does. She's on Real Housewives of Atlanta, amplifying every business opportunity she has for herself and products she sells. So it only makes sense for her to, you know what I mean? Hey, this is going viral right now. It's summertime. Let's put somebody on this remix and put it out. If that's what she's going to do, we still don't know. Right, we don't even know what's, yeah. Maybe she'll just bring it back for her her bedroom candy or something. I don't know. Like, you know. I say remix it, but get like the real girls on it. Put Megan and Lotto and all them on there. You know what I'm saying? Make That'll it like a real ass hot. song. But it gotta be funny. Yeah. But I think it gotta be silly to me. Like make it like fu- like us. 
like you know how Drake had feature yeah. and they had like that silly mm-hmm. video of I'm too sexy. Like it got to yeah. be something silly. Like camp, to me. add a camp yes, element to for it. sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yes, that's mm-hmm. a, you get you yes. get what I'm mm-hmm. saying, and then have everybody play into this video ritual thing. You know, it's a joke. Yes. So play into Lean the into joke. The joke. Yes, I agree. To me, that that to me would make it funny. But I'm like you said, we'll see what she even has in mind. But I, I just the way that the internet will. Get something and not let it go is the funniest part of especially when they like it's been like especially when they like pull back from the archives (laughs) like that was just such a random thing to come back up out of nowhere I was like why is this happening now like if if it just would have came out this season like I get it but this is something old like someone found and it's hot again now. (laughs) <laughs> and just had a moment with it. I always wonder, I always wonder, like, who started it? Like, who was the person that went back, found the clip, laughed their ass off, and was like, I got to put this on the internet, and then made, like, an image with it or whatever? I think, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, the reason it came back and went viral is because Candy posted a clip of herself. Let me go to her Instagram. <laughs> I think she posted a clip of herself coming out the trailer at the Lovers and Friends Festival wow. in Vegas and playing that song, I think. I think. I'm not sure, that but is I think. funny, though. <laughs> there was a clip of her, like, and being escorted. Maybe she didn't post it. Maybe somebody just made it. But there was I, a clip that, of I know. Her. Actually, now I can think of the video because she came out in, like, like lingerie and like did a little spin with her yeah. butt. Yeah, I think someone made that though. But still, even joke. like the song, like who said, "Oh, this they, they gotta like who put these like who saw her and then put that song there and then the BBL ritual tweet <laughs> like I'm all saying. of these things coming together. Who kicked like, this off? Who kicked it off? Because the shit is hysterical. Probably, we all needed um, the laugh. Honestly, see, who's the ultimate BBL? I know who it was and K Michelle, honey. Cause she walking around looking like that apple symbol. You know how the apple symbol got that chunk bit out the side of it. Mm-hmm. That's how Kay Michelle look now since she had to get that, that damn her ass scraped off the <laughs> off the side of her leg. Remember that's what happened just now. So all, I she's... saw. I keep seeing the commercials for her show, but I'm so like, what's the word? At squeamish. <laughs> oh no. I was going to give you a couple words to describe (laughs) Kay Michelle. No, no. The show itself, like, I can't watch that, like, because it's so graphic. Even it popping up in the commercial, I'm like, how is this allowed? And some of the stuff, some of the stories, I watched it because, you know, first of all, it's produced by Carlos King, so it's actually a really well-produced show. And it mm-hmm. is actually a good show. Yeah, I and, didn't know, doubt it because from the previews, it looked yeah, like it looked like it, right? But it's just it. seeing the flesh and the all yeah, of that. Yeah, I can't. I get it, but um, some of the people, some of the stories on their friend and Asante, it'd be like, now you know <laughs> damn well if you went to a basement, the tax in place, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not the <laughs> tax. <laughs> to get a fucking extension in your <laughs> knee and leg to get taller or something like that. It's like, what are you doing? That's just like, have you seen all these people that have been getting busted for doing veneers and they're not dentists? Oh Damn. my God. Carrie has had me rolling. Shout out to it's Carrie. Shout he's, out to Carrie. He's been posting the videos. Why would you ever let somebody in your fucking mouth, your mouth, even Jocelyn's dumbass was like, your teeth. That can kill you. That fuck you up worse than anything. <laughs> that, that can. So why would you let somebody put fake teeth in your and get in your gums? I don't stuff? understand any of that. Like, like the fact that people would get their bodies opened up, like cut, like bleed bones and oh. all that. Like, 
like that's your body it and ain't just like crib, you know your skin or the outside crib. like you're getting injected with things you don't think that these things need like regulations and care and safety before you put these into your I being mean. like it's crazy that's what i'm just like Ugh. i don't judge nobody for doing like botox and all that stuff because all that stuff makes me squeamish maybe they've done the reading and they can they know what the capacity is but those are doctors in them offices that have sold that stuff fda might not approve some of it but i guess fda has approved some of it outside of that i'm not gonna go get the watered down version of it like it's not like you're buying cereal like it's a completely different ball game i just i wish people would take better care of themselves yeah, yeah i agree girl i saw had on a she had on a, a tube top i think or like a sports bra and a ring Doing veneers. <laughs> Yo, I swear to you. And I think she was in like her living room doing veneers with a sports bra and a ring light. Like the same Not ring Ethica. light that we had. Unless she had on the Ethica set. <laughs> right. <laughs> and doing teeth. And they looked so insane. She did like the person had a missing tooth. So she just <laughs> combined the two. <laughs> The veneer of the one next to it, so it was just I don't like want one no big, big duffel bag. One big tooth. Tooth. <laughs> wait, wait, and right in the front, because the tooth he was missing was this one. So if you combine these two, uh-uh. it's just one big tooth. <laughs> no. Look at Carrie's Twitter. Why he had a whole would thread you of even them want to do that? As a like, why? I mean, I try to understand like those of us that don't have access to dentistry, because don't get it twisted. Dentistry is fucked up. Like they will, I've had to get second opinions because I remember I went to a dentist once and they just found all these problems. I mean, things that I was like, how would I not have known that I have that, you know, or like issues here and there. And then I I was like, I don't know, because the bill was really high. Mm -hmm. Something told me to get a second opinion. And I kid you not, there was like maybe 10 percent of what the the original doc dentist had said I was dealing with. Yeah. And I knew it because I'm like, I don't have like a hella dental issues. I have the usual shit like cavities. Right. And that's it. You know, and I, I hate getting cleans because I have a very sensitive mouth and it just like overwhelms me. But outside of that, See, I just don't like going to the dentist. They charge a lot. They make shit up. And damn. I just personally haven't had like the best experiences, you know, so I get it. I get why, especially when you grew up didn't have like access to dentistry you are also embarrassed mm-hmm. you know what i mean to like sit in front of a dentist and have them sit there and be like damn girl why'd you let your teeth <laughs> get to this point why haven't you been going to the dentist regularly some people are embarrassed some people right. can't afford it it's so much shit so but I we're get talking it. about people who are seeking veneers though and I believe that people who are seeking because they're just trying to hide the problems. I like you are savvy enough about the fact that you're even seeking that that service in the first place. To me, means that you know better than to sit your ass in a chair that's not you know um, <laughs> legitimate. Okay, you know what I'm right. saying. So I'm yeah. with you because those people do exist, and there are people who simply don't have access and don't know no better, and may risk you know access to certain types of dental care but a motherfucker that wants some veneers in their mouth that means you want to you want white shiny teeth you know what i'm saying you want a hollywood you want veneers because they're trendy and people are getting them now that you think are cute and popular on the gram that's why your ass is sitting in a chair from somebody you found on the damn gram 
So, so scary. I just don't understand. It's one thing to go to go to a kitchen beautician. You know what I'm saying? Get right, your hair done in somebody's house. if they fuck home. up your hair, the worst that happens is you got to cut it off. Wash but your it out. Teeth? But, you know, but your gums it's, and teeth that you need to eat and survive in life, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> you need <laughs> your ass beat. And that's coming from somebody that's considered. It's crazy because it's when you look at business now, like, on the internet, especially because we always talk about, you know, support black business. But outside of black, well, every type of business... <laughs> There's no like real accreditation to support or found a lot of businesses now. So when you look at people, they're like, oh, let me go get my body done. I wonder what it is about the ones because outside of the ones like, you know, for any of your situation, because I know we're talking about teeth. But when I'm thinking about like full body and the other stuff, I do understand that some people have been brainwashed or given low self-esteem and told they need to be done, done this to work in certain industries. And that's fucked up. But like. To the ones that done made it and they just, you know, got money to spend and they're just doing some bullshit. It's always funny when those are the ones, because there are some of those like that really got that money and they up there and they, they with it. But when Man, they cut she. the corners, I'd be like, why did you do this? Like you had like literally every like not only do you have the money, you have the resource, the the names and stuff. Okay, Michelle. Like, well, she got hers done early. Like, you know, she was like one of them. She got that. And of she all, got her and deal. And of all things, of all things to skimp on, you're going to skimp on surgery? Like, I just. I'm not cut. I'm not cutting corners with my, my like, I'm not cut out literal for body. <laughs> okay. Like, if that was my lifestyle, I'm making sure the business has an accreditation. I'm not checking. I'm not looking oh for the ground. Because, you know, a lot of people be scrolling through the ground and be like, ooh, that looks cute. And they sometimes w- might go to a website or they might just see if they got a TikTok to see the work. Like, they don't call and see what the <laughs> appointments are looking like, go for a consultation. They just book online and go. First and it's like, on. people need to take more care now. They have braces. No. Yeah. Y'all, Real they have doctors. braces too. <laughs> braces? Yes. Carrie oh found God. a whole, it's like a. Carrie unearthed a whole sector of dental, hood dental. <laughs> I should say hood dentistry on Instagram. And they do everything. They do root canals. They do. I'm sorry, for that. I, I had to take my headphones off. Braces, veneers, anything you need to get, basically. You just get it for the low. Listen. I just, my people, my people. That's all I gotta say. I pray I don't ever end up you in a position, you know, because there might, there. I'm sure there is some position where somebody ended up like having to do it, but there are a lot of people that have just done it. But you could go to the schools, the schools, like the the dental schools, where the they're still going through the program and need people to test on. Granted, that doesn't feel very like it's safer though. People, encouraging, a lot of people do that, yeah. but it's safer, yeah, because at least you know it's in a hygienic office with sterilized tools with people who are developing the skill set for it. At least, you and know they're I mean? supervised by somebody supervised who has done the proper training and work, and is walking them through it exactly. So. I think that that is a way better option. I don't know that that's like accessible to everyone, which I understand that too, because where are dental schools around in fucking Harlem? But, but I don't know. I just, I think it's a dangerous Okay, game. y'all, let's pretend, <laughs> let's say we're working at the call center, right? And all three of us work there. There's like 10 other people. And for whatever reason, uh, this person keeps coming up to us and they're like, y'all, do y'all notice everybody in the office, they getting these veneers? And we like, uh, yeah, like, what's up with that? And they tell us they've been getting the veneers, you know, at the back of the Burger King. 
because the franchise owner <laughs> used to be a dentist, but apparently lost his his practice. So now he does it in the back of the Burger King since he, you know, he's a franchise owner. So he'll give you a, a, a deal. Mm. <laughs> you know, y'all down? <laughs> <laughs> no, because you lost that practice for a reason. No. I was going to ask, what, maybe what was, was the loss of the practice Maybe it was COVID, about? you know, like monkeypox. Like they try to just tell you anything. Like mm, I'd need to look into why it was lost, but I might be down. Shit, you was a dentist. <laughs> you no. said flat out, no. I'm just. But I don't know, parking lot. I ain't doing it no Let McDonald's me walk around looking like Bobby Brown in the mouth and shit. I'm straight. No <laughs> and what if it's what if it's no. like the cold storage in the back of the Burger King? Would that make it better? Like like you walk in and no. you gotta like go behind the ordering I'm counter. I'm going to the fucking dentist. <laughs> right. I'm going yeah, to the no. dentist off and the orthodontist and the oral surgeon. That's what that's what right. doing my shit. You know, shit. I can't believe I just mm-hmm. thought of like a speakeasy dentistry. Like that's <laughs> I hope that does not become the wave. But like Loki. <laughs> Let me well, tell you something. I'll do a lot of things in the back of a burger thing, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not above way. it, okay? Yeah, oh, hello. But, BK King, <laughs> but, okay? <laughs> but, I ain't getting no fucking dental work done in the back of a burger king. I ain't getting no dental work done in the back of a nothing, <laughs> shit. Not, I'm not. not in the back so, of your daddy's no. or pickup truck. Mm-mm. And I grew up going, I had the same dentist all my life until I got grown. Once I stopped being able to go to the, to he was a pediatric dentist, I guess. And so once I turned 16, I started having to go to another dentist that I went to until I was about 25. And then I went to another, then I've been going to like other dentists as I moved and shit. But so that's like a relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm it saying? It really I, is. Like, yeah. And it's nice when you know them mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to actually find one. I've been, trying to find one out here, just hoping that I can find a good one that isn't going to break my balls because this shit, dentistry is expensive. Mm-hmm. AF. Oh, my God. <laughs> we still all got to go see Dr. Heavenly in Atlanta one time. Yes, we do smiles oh, by yeah. Dr. Heavenly. She can do my thing. Like we have to go. Thank you. <laughs> I love Dr. Heavenly. What would you get done from Dr. Everything, Heavenly? Definitely, a, uh, yeah, a definitely a deep cleaning. De- deep cleaning. Um, mm. Probably a fluoride treatment, you know, because I love the taste of that anyway. Um, <laughs> a fluoride gel, when you was a kid, it would be bubble gum or strawberry. Mm. Oh, I remember that. I can taste it now. <laughs> so good. But yeah, get my deep clean or whatever and let Dr. Heavenly just look my shit over. Look my shit over. You know what I'm saying? Let me know what was wrong with it because she no teeth. One thing about Wait, it. you want to give veneers? Yeah, I'm thinking about it, actually. Your teeth are perfect, that's no, the No, over time, you know. But I'm, they no. will be once I get my veneers. I'm definitely thinking about seriously? it. Though, seriously? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your teeth are literally perfect. Both of you have really beautiful teeth. Thank you. All y'all got, you know, wonderful They're really smiles. straight and they're white. Yeah. So any dentist that's listening to the show, cosmetic dentist that's listening to the show, um, that do real veneers and then been to school and got the. <laughs> I was gonna that, say because you know, they'll hit you. <laughs> not not the ring like people, okay, but real dentists that do that type of work. Holla at your boy because I'm definitely interested in veneers. Mm. I just need some cleanings and all the mm. other stuff. So hit me up on that. <laughs> I love just sitting in the chair, right? At the barber shop and getting all that stuff done. I gotta find some. I'll be in New York soon though. Will you? Word. Yeah, I'm gonna come home and chill for yes. a little bit. Well, go to I the dentist for you take a bite out the big apple. <laughs> <laughs> I 
do it my dentist in New York too. I low key should just go back to her and let I'm her finish to up. Tell you, yeah. Yeah. Probably do that actually now that I think about it. Yes. I right. probably will do that. A little yeah. with <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna come pull up because I really I miss y'all. I just it's almost summertime, you know. That's fine. It's nothing fun. like summer in New York. I was watching um shout out to Monroe Steele. Y'all know I love Monroe Steele on Instagram mm-hmm. and YouTube. I love her YouTube channel. But she was saying how um because she splits her time between Miami and New York. And she was saying how it's nothing like Juneteenth in Brooklyn. She was mm. like, if you're looking for something to do on Juneteenth, she was like, I'm telling you, it's nothing like Juneteenth in Brooklyn. And she's right. You know, Brooklyn oh, is a special come. place in I'll, the summertime. Actually, I'll be, oh, it is, let me tell you. And mm-hmm. it's funny because, you know, most people that live in the city don't, like, it's such a trek to go to Brooklyn and then vice versa with people in Brooklyn, it's a trek to go to the city. So it has to be something, like, popping for mm-hmm. anybody to go either way. But I used to love going to Brooklyn. Like, we would have so much fun, especially those, like, block parties mm-hmm. where people play music and there's... Yeah, and, like, the little tents, and you can buy, like, made, you know, uh, cra- like, handcrafted goods or, like, yeah, artisanal the vendors things. And stuff. The vendors with food, especially, like, the Caribbean yes. community when they come out with, like, all their food. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like, all I those miss vendors. That. Shout out to Aziza. Aziza Handcrafted. She does crazy. Oh, I love Aziza's dope. jewelry. Yeah. Her jewelry mm-hmm. is incredible, which last summer, or summer before last, actually, she was a part of this um, street vendor um, program where every weekend for like the month of June or July, I think it was, they were outside in Brooklyn selling so much, so much That's dope, so, so dope. many dope pieces and dope artists out there. So shout out to Aziza, love you, Aziza. But oh, um, I love it. Yeah, yeah I'll June, be Brooklyn, there. Juneteenth. Okay, well, we'll do that, but we ain't eating that fucking ice cream. I can tell you that. Did you see that Juneteenth <laughs> ice cream from Walmart? They recalled it. They recalled <laughs> it because of the backlash. But they you know about had. Lisa Sante? Juneteenth ice cream. Google Google Juneteenth ice cream real quick because I know you got your um, access up <laughs> right now. You need to see this Walmart. Wait a Walmart minute. <laughs> wait. Juneteenth. Yeah. Great value. You see the logos, yeah. the hands. But it, wait, it's hey, on. It wasn't even the ice cream that CNN irked me, business. though. It was the... Um, the napkins. The na- Did you see the napkins? It said, Asante, the napkins said, it's the freedom for me. <laughs> Free the Not freedom. ice cream. <laughs> Which I was offended by because y'all know how much I love Red Velvet Cake. <laughs> me too. So, so I was like, like what the damn. Fuck y'all trying to, what did that got to do with Juneteenth? I ain't never heard no correlation. But low key, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, that's so ignorant. God forgive me, right? (laughs) Like the gift for that little girl under the table. Share and celebrate African American (laughs) culture, emancipation, and enduring hope. What the fuck? (laughs) Why did they think that shit was gonna fly? Like, are you out so damn? It's the freedom for me. The freedom. It's the freedom for me. The freedom. Ooh, we so we joking ooh. about being free around this motherfucker. That's this, this gonna, shit is funny to we y'all. We gonna eat ice cream. <laughs> right. Like, are y'all just, out of your damn mind? You talking about slavery and freedom? Like it's like it's a party favor. The fuck <laughs> is wrong with y'all? Everybody in Walmart need they ass whipped for that. And I think Walmart. You know what? They who who is responsible? That's what I would want to know. Here's my question to y'all: Do y'all think black people in a boardroom came up with this? <laughs> Maybe because it might be a dumbass. Look at the there's a part of me that thinks 
Someone that said it's the freedom for me was like a quirky black. Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah. wait, plates, napkins, and drink cozies. <laughs> all that. <laughs> I just finally see the picture of this. Do you see this shit? Do you see you that whole shit? You seeing the whole setup with the plates? It's the and freedom the... for me. I am at a party, on the y'all. floor. Who? If I wasn't so triggered, I would name this episode as the freedom for me, right. but I can't even do that to us. Like, we don't need that kind of As energy. a people, like, who in the fuck is going to... I can't... You imagine going to a party, okay? And they got cups and plates that say, it's the freedom for me. <laughs> I could not... I saw that shit, and I just... I got, I got hot. Incensed with anger, Honestly, I could not believe that that was. You know so how they offensive. make those series around like, oh, uh, like a uh, people that have done crazy shit. I would love to see Ooh. a series around the blacks who, I guess, were pressured by the whites to do this or something like, or however it was set up. Blacks with like, Trump. I, like they're like, hey, you said you're one of us, right? Well, you're gonna complete this campaign. You're gonna do this marketing, and they were like, well, it's got to be a red velvet, you know, or like I just want to know how this all played out because the fact that these are like Who actual asked products for Juneteenth party favors, like. Have you ever been, like who asked for Juneteenth? How do you decorate? What does Juneteenth look like? It's but like I Christmas. saw it coming. No, but I saw it coming once they made it an official holiday. Think of what our country does to every fucking holiday. They commercialize it. They figure out a way to make consumerism out of it. How do we sell this as a holiday? That's it's no different than Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's just you're going from chocolate hearts to it's the freedom the for me. Like, I mean, I, what are we doing? Chocolate I, I, I just read what and it was. And you know what? Try Imagine. <laughs> what the, um, the yeah, June 6th. I know. We are so terrible. And you know what? I thought that was racial shade, too. I, I thought, thought that was, it was racial just red shade. Velvet ice cream, but it's red velvet and cheesecake. Like, ice cream, and I was like... Cause you know, Crystal. So we are so horrible. We're like, what else they got? <laughs> this is this is a racial aggression though, because they 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 made that they made made us think that was available for us, like a promised land, and then took it away. They took it away. So now we're longing for something once again. This is all a big thing. They're trying to be funny to black people right life. now. <laughs> I'm telling you, Juneteenth. Oh. How do you go to a June? What do you wear to a Juneteenth? Party? I didn't even think it was real when I saw it on Twitter. I was like, "Who made this?" Because you know how we are. Like we find everything funny, but I was like, "This is." And then someone checked. Okay, don't quote me on this because this is complete Twitter journalism. Mm-hmm. But somebody, somebody tweeted that they checked the the Juneteenth trademark, and then mm-hmm. they posted who owns it, and it was like an older white man. I was like, "Oh my Jesus! No wonder." No wonder. I'm not. I'm, Shit, you know. Surprised. You get a Sante click clacking. You know, Juneteenth appears to have. <laughs> this is an NBC News article. Oh, 35 minutes ago. Well, work, Google. Um, because it's the article about the ice cream. <laughs> 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 I don't know why. I just, of course. Um, Juneteenth appears to have been trademarked by Balcam Corp, a chemical manufacturing company headquartered in New York. Damn, now they want me to. Uh, continue without uh, headquartered in New York in September, just a few months after Juneteenth was declared a federal holiday. Fran, 
Gotta be more Does careful. that mean Walmart is trying Early to trademark Juneteenth for financial financial gain? She said, I don't know that. I don't know what that means, but I think uh, that there's an explanation that, that is needed. That means yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm <sighs> telling you. I don't what give a happens? damn what they do with it as long as they don't make ice cream. What happens, I always wonder, business-wise, I don't know if somebody's listening that would be more familiar with the process, but like when you have to recall... <laughs> This new rollout of a whole fucking product. They what should ship it off in the other you countries. Throw it out, and it's just a loss. No, I mean, uh, I mean no, okay. I, no, they don't. I, mean, I don't would, know that they do. I said they should, because <laughs> they ain't gonna oh, understand what like, Juneteenth means like, in certain places. So all that that got created it has to be thrown out, and basically all the money for like the research, the branding, production, distribution. Well, they don't have no money spent on research, obviously. Right? <laughs> okay, they did but no damn somebody research. greenlit that shit, yeah. and I, that's crazy. Like that's a crazy loss. Like why even do wow. dumb shit like that? You would think people would have more contingencies in place when you're spending a that kind one. of money, you know? I heard of a, a ice cream social. <laughs> I ain't never heard of no ice cream slavery. This is like, what the fuck <laughs> are gonna you start talking doing, about? It's no, it was They're going to start doing flavors and additions of slaves. Like, you know that shit was not going to go anywhere good if people thought that, that was a good idea. No, nah, what's yeah, the next that... flavor going to be? You know, never mind. This is a uh, pound recall cake products will generally generally uh, an article on forthepeople.com as I googled what happens to recalled food. Um, recalled products will generally be disposed of in a landfill or by incineration, depending on local, state, and federal regulations, according to the FDA. <laughs> wow. It should be. However, not up. all recalled food necessarily ends up in landfills. So hopefully somebody's working, they're gonna steal all that ice cream and they're gonna try and be like, damn, that's crazy. But Hit it, Adele. Set fire to the Juneteenth ice cream. I can't wait. Set fire to it. Burn it up. Incinerate it. What's your name? They say, get to the incinerator. Get to the incinerator. That's what y'all need to do. Incinerate that shit. Because what the fuck? When I saw that napkin that said, it's the freedom for me. I'm telling you, I was ready to do a Teresa uh, table flip. That was some bullshit, honey. That felt like an episode of Atlanta. That was crazy. Um, what a Before, since we're this far into the episode and with that belly laugh, I would like to remind everyone listening that tonight we are doing the Wednesday wind down. If you're listening on Wednesday on our Patreon, so don't forget to catch us tonight at 8 p.m. We will have a special guest. If you've been to the previous wind downs, you will know that this is a guest we have talked about having forever. So now we will have this particular forever. guest. If you can't guess who that guest is, you'll just have to go sign up and find out. And if you want to go sign up and find out, go to patreon.com slash the podcast. Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org.
Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Yay. I like Patreon. I think that's the name of like an attractive, desired guy in the hood. Patreon! Patreon. <laughs> you know Patreon. He, Patreon, I got the uh, Mustang. Patreon. I think that's a, a dog. Patreon! <laughs> Sit, put that down. Did you do your own Patreon? Hey, like Patreon, bring your blind ass name. over here. And thank y'all to y'all that have been subscribing. We got a lot of new subscribers this month. The content, you know, has been steady. We we have something up on the um on our Patreon Tuesday to Friday. Like literally hey. just straight content. So definitely check that out. Like you like Dustin just said, friend zone, not friend zone. What is it? Patreon.com slash the friend zone podcast and come hang with us on there. Yes, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're listening on a Wednesday, we're gonna be doing the live. That's for the premium members, okay. But if you ain't trying to go premium, we still got the plus for you. We got a little bit something for everybody. Come check us out. Right. Really gonna pivot back to some mess right fast, just because I got an email and it reminded me of something that pissed me off. <clears throat> Did I tell y'all? I'm sorry. This this is I'm just ready. so super. It's just a random aside. I'm sorry. I love when it's. I love when it's. Did I tell like y'all that. when <laughs> Did my? I tell um, y'all because because Juneteenth way to start. Huh? Oh, okay. <laughs> Do y'all remember <laughs> I had my stuff stored and I told y'all the company changed? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yes. We got an update. I told y'all I filed up out a complaint with the Better Business Bureau. After I did that, Ooh. I also, because I read the other complaints on the Better Business Bureau, I sent like a cute tweet at the company like, y'all are trash, like upset. Why the company have to know? First of all, they text me. And I was like, who the hell is this texting me? They sent me a text talking about this is uh, somebody reaching out from our trust and safety team wanting to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. And then called me. And it was like, and there was a time difference, but it was like eight or nine at night. And I was like, well, what is going on? Who is it so late? So then I didn't answer the phone, but then we ended up, they called me again on Sunday on Sunday, I spoke to someone and they basically tried to quid pro quo me into giving me a refund back. And I ain't like that shit. This is why I don't like it, right? <clears throat> they told me, hey, if you want us to try to process some ref- uh, the refund, you have to fill out these forms because these forms should have been filled out before we delivered your things. And I was like, how can y'all deliver things without me having filled these forms out, but y'all can't process no refund without these forms? That's crazy. And they were like, oh, well, you know, to... Be fair, in our terms of service, it's a violation if you don't want to keep your uh, account up to date for the files. And I was like, if it's a violation, then y'all violated first. So who? we'll talk when I'm like, because it was like, y'all are trying to say that I'm, I'm breaking something by not doing this, but y'all have already sent my stuff back. So y'all literally have violated this. Why y'all telling me? Why y'all telling me about the terms of service? This is for y'all. So the guy that I spoke to, he calls me. He's like, you know, uh, sorry it took so long to follow up. The previous person you were emailing with, they're no longer with the company, yada, yada, yada. Oh. And he was like, you know, j- <laughs> you know how I always got to start the call with this call, maybe monitor. So I was like, oh, I hope, I actually hope this call is monitored and recorded. Yeah, I good. need them to hear everything that I am about to say because I know how to, 
there are certain situations where I cannot curse. Like not that I, I just can't, but like I just literally am in such a flow of you are doing too much and I have to shut that down. I like curse words don't even come. I would just like, this is what it is. I ain't had this, but two more months with y'all under this name. Y'all charge me this much. And that's unfair. Y'all gave me these credits back and I ain't asked. I just wanted my stuff back. Now y'all owe me this much back and what y'all going to do about it. And he was like, well, basically we can provide this much back to you. We just want to know what you're going to do about the tweets and, uh, you know, the compliment with the, the better <laughs> business bureau. And I was like, well, because it's the better business bureau, you know, I'll go follow up and say that we spoke and, you know, you called and did what you were supposed to do. But um, I'm not going to log on to Twitter and say, this is a company I recommend. And he, he was just like, okay, fair. Like, he was literally just doing his job. So I can't fault him for doing his job. I told him, honestly, if I just would have spoke to you on day one or two, this could have been resolved. But the fact that I have to speak to 10 people, y'all telling me I got to log into y'all website, fill things out. Then I get things delivered. I got to fill something else out. Because initially they denied my claim because the first person I told talked to said, you got to log in and do this. I, I just want my stuff back. I don't want to fill none of this stuff out. So this paper shred that y'all have now works against you all. So you're offering me this refund back based on what I'm going to do. I'm going to just tell you I'm going to do it. And I told them that I was going to do it. I didn't tell them I was going to do anything on my Twitter, but I said I'll follow up with the Better Business Bureau because I will at some point just to let the ass have it again. But they gave me my money back. I said all that to say they gave me my money, my money back. I got my money back. That Amen. was crazy. Um, fight for what's yours and what you believe in. I told y'all, I told y'all <laughs> I had this complex from when I was younger and having to get rid of my stuff. So like the fact that they were like playing with my belongings, there were there were items that I had from my old room up in Harlem. And they acting like, and, I, and some of that mm-hmm. stuff, it was the other tour stuff that I had to put away before I could make storage here. So it was like the fact that y'all are playing with like my oldest, finest valuables and memories right now. It's crazy to me, especially when it was a tw- it was 20 bucks a month for me now. And then they even had it measured out. And they were like, well, this is the rate that we're charging you, but th- you're only using this amount of space. So y'all even see that I don't even need to be paying this amount of space. Give me my money back. And they did. So shout out to everyone. We're coming up <laughs> on Pride. The theme is let them have it so they can do what? Because <laughs> they can do what, Dustin? They, they what? <laughs> <laughs> Not this uh, way. <laughs> My thing oh, is this. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Cause it was, it was, it was awful. Yours is so, bigger. If you start no, with was, my thing, is this? It was, it was awful. You so it. you caught me <laughs> saved by the friend. Go ahead. Friend. <laughs> no, I was gonna, I was gonna tell Asante. I'm glad that's over and done with. Cause I feel like you've been dealing with so much weird shit around like uh, storage. You know, like whether it's in your house, whether it's digital. Like it's just like, a lot. <laughs> friend you're starting to get a picture <laughs> of, and that's just like one thing like one compartment of things that just keeps like coming back up and i'm like what is like what is this and maybe it's because there are other areas of my life that i like i have to quantify and really figure out like i need to zoom out like the whole picture and figure out what it is because yep. it literally just comes up at the randomest moments like this was literally cloud storage like I just paid the 20 bucks a month for years. And now because they decided to sell off to a different company, I had to deal with all this other stuff when I didn't get whatever notices they said. And I was like, well, first of all, you said you sent me notice. I didn't sign nothing. You don't just tell me, Mm. hey, we have your stuff now. You're going to pay these prices if you don't respond back. No, you have my stuff now. We need to hear back from you this time or we're going to just drop your stuff off or we can keep it if you want to let us know about like none of that. Like, well, we mailed you something. I don't. You wasted a tree. I didn't get that. Like, I've been getting a little... I have good credit now, so I just keep getting all this spam, and I didn't get the notice that y'all thought y'all sent me. It's, it's stupid. It's dumb. 
Mm. But I'm gonna get it together it's at some point. Though. At some point, bottom line, run my <laughs> shit and fuck y'all because there was no way I could acknowledge there was no change in the first place. Right. Just like Tupac said at the I beginning, no of, I ain't mad at you. No. Change shit. <laughs> That's what he said at the beginning. Of, I ain't <laughs> mad at you. It's that piano. <laughs> change shit. <laughs> That's what he said. So it didn't give you no chance to acknowledge the change. I'm sick of that. But there are some good customer service professionals yes. still in the world. And I want to give a shout out to two people. Number one, Aww. I was in Atlanta on business um, weekend before last. And shout out to the Delta flight attendant who made it her business to tell me that she listened to the show and she loved Thank it. Thank you. Stop. Shout out Thank to her. Thank you, girl. Beautiful person. That we love Delta. Lady. I was Shout just about to, to say, Delta actually has, had, like, the few times I've traveled recently, like, they've been on. And I was like, <laughs> like, whenever I'd be like, Dion, like, can I purchase an upgrade? But like, you don't got a purchase. I'll just get you. I'm like, well, thank you. What? Shit. You know, sometimes I, I'd be looking at some flights and I'd be like, I'm going to just have to see if I can purchase the upgrade because I, I can't be in no middle or none of that or this. So let me just see what's up. <laughs> I wonder, do any members of Delta Sigma Theta work at Delta Airlines? And if so, how do they reconcile that personally? <laughs> like, which Delta are, are you like? Because, you Not know, like, flight attendants does. take that shit seriously. Like, that's an oath, basically. Maybe they have, shit. like, their own, like, so, club within you know, a club, and it's, like, the, the double deltas um, or something, and they're, like... The intersex yeah. is that. I just hmm. think it's really interesting to know. Like, so if you work <laughs> at Delta and you're a Delta, holler at us and let us know what your life you is You can let like. us know anonymously, <laughs> too. <laughs> oh, my I God. I was going to ask, because Asante mentioned that Pride is coming up. And are y'all excited for all the events? Do you have anything planned, any content, anything cute? Because <laughs> you guys had collabs last year with Spotify, remember? And Dustin made the playlist. <laughs> I I'm dead serious. No cute collabs. You know people love a collab for <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned prize coming up. Are you guys excited for the yeah. event? It's your time. <laughs> Dustin. Oh my God! Forgive me, Lord Jesus Christ. Any any, any plans with Walmart? Oh my God. <laughs> Right, where we going? Yeah, <laughs> so, oh, you know what? I meant to see what was on the pride one too, because they had a pride one. It's the it's it's the it's the butts for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking of a, I was thinking of a flip. I was like, what's the flip? What's the flip? It's the dicks for me. That's what, that's what they go. That's what they think. We're supposed to have napkins that say that shit. It's it's the homosexuality for me. Oh my that's, god, that's what I think we're supposed to say. It. Anyway, to answer your question, Fran, I don't know. <laughs> White chocolate favorite flavor ice cream with brownies. Wait, is this more of this ice cream? That's the pride flavor. <laughs> oh, that's the pr- okay. See, and y'all and y'all Wait. laughed at me. No, I know oh, how these oh, holidays no, no. work. Don't make, don't make me put they my poofy hat this and red eyes side on. By side. Don't, make me, don't make me put my kente hat and red eyes on. What did they say the ice cream was? White for chocolate Pride flavored month? ice cream with uh-huh. brownies. Uh-huh. <laughs> An agenda. <laughs> Sexualizing us. The, bu- the bucks. They think we're bucks. You know what I'm saying? Not bucks. <laughs> they oh say they're God. sexualizing us, and I don't appreciate it. 
you know, <laughs> I may have. I'm sorry. It's Asante still with your episodes. You it's are the, just like killing me. I see your, I see your face. I see like the soul crushing revelation. It's the Google images that come up like one of them is uh, old boy and his face on like Walmart uh, kept kept on stage talking about Walmart selling Juneteenth ice cream. Like it's just all of the articles that come up with it. I can't stop watching this train wreck. Like the fact that it, I mean, <laughs> far is an understatement. Of, like how, like what it came into production and was in stores, and now it's just why? Like no one said, no one could say. I don't know. It's just weird, and it's funny and hilarious until it's not later. But right now, I just cannot stop laughing at it. Pride <laughs> ice cream. It better be in a cup. Cause I think you motherfuckers trying to be funny if you putting pride ice cream on a cone. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm gonna stop, my friend. Sorry. How you gonna eat pride ice cream? I gotta like... close this one out. <laughs> I gotta close that one too. It better it I'm... better be in a cup. Ooh, I had a lot of tears of that open. Ooh. Oh God. Anyway, yeah. So friend, to answer your question, um, People have reached out about working, you know, on different partnerships and stuff. And I'm fielding off. Of course. Deciding what I'm, you know. Okay. Okay. I'm all, I'm just asking for, for the, the (laughs) light parts of life. Cause you go on Twitter right now. Everything is a fire. Like I was trying to escape earlier and I was like, let me go on Twitter and, and laugh. Maybe there's more videos or whatever the hell, whoever's the main character of the day. And it was like a school shooting yeah. that's in progress. Like there was an active shooter, I think, um, in Texas somewhere. And then last week was like the Buffalo shooting, which rest in peace to all our elders Jesus that Christ, passed on. That Just it's like, so bad. oh my goodness, that the news cycle, not that the news cycle is ever like not chaotic, but I think because the world is, feeling chaotic and then you go online and it's all chaotic it's just like a lot it's just yeah i feel like it's heaviness coming from so many angles even like our usual little social media escapes have just not been that and people have been really mean on twitter have y'all noticed that yeah the anime pizza is back (laughs) you are so random did you know that (laughs) Oh, hell, it's truly did. broken loose. The Mexican pizza is back at Taco Bell. I, I saw a friend gone. of mine tweet that she got her Mexican pizza. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was going and is people were up in arms about it. Mexican pizza's all right, you know. I've always been a Natchez Bell Grande type person. I never really fucked with the Mexican pizza. I've not, you know I've never had Taco Bell. It's an experience. I used to love Taco Bell, like, but like... We didn't I just have don't, them. I don't, I don't know, know if it's like a New Bell. York thing in quality, but like stuff, a lot of the chain stuff just don't hit for me the way that it used to anyway. It so does, I haven't had Taco Bell. That is very like, true. It's different. Like the one York. or two things that it's it's bad. It's, not, it's well, worse. Yeah, in New York? and it's not mm-hmm. like it's just horrendous, but it just I don't know if people just don't go in. They just it's don't different. season the meat properly or to care for it right or whatever. Like I don't know. Yeah, corners. The only things that are like sustainable here are like Chick Fil A and well, you know, Shake Shack originated here, but like some of those things are no chains here really taste like. Mmm, they're just like all right, absolutely. This is familiar. Rest Ruby Tuesday, Applebee's. um, Oh yeah, all that shit tastes different here. Red Lobster, everything is different here than it is when you go to like Middle America or like in the South and shit like that. 
the Midwest, the chain restaurants definitely taste different. Although you I go have overseas, heard, you go overseas and it's like, what are we eating yeah, back yeah. home? If because I remember eating, I think KFC in China, mm. and I was like, what? <laughs> or maybe it was Japan. It might have been when I went to Japan. Mm. Either way, the KFC chain in Asia was a different ballgame. It tastes like chicken. Like, it tastes like you made it at your crib. Yes. Very, very different. And it made me wonder, like, what the fuck are we using? I mean, I guess I shouldn't wonder. <laughs> My little conspiracy I mean, theory well, hat. It is a wonder. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it. A truck. Them. And once again, Twitter journalism. <laughs> Don't quote me on it. I saw you got you got to say that these days. I saw an image on Twitter of a truck that crashed and it had like hundreds and hundreds of pounds of cats and dogs in a barrel and they were what? wondering where this was going. <laughs> Wait. They were like where was that going? It crashed on the highway and people were freaking out cuz you know that many animals again, exposed friend. to the air can create a new damn contagion, you know, it's scary. But the bigger question was, where was this truck headed? They say mm-hmm. all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> <sighs> maybe they took a couple of cats. Maybe they wanted some. Never mind. I was about to make a very <laughs> vulgar joke. But yeah. But yes, the world has been super heavy. I actually, um, because of that and obviously how I've been feeling, I wanted to like next week's episode for us to kind of tap in on like grief, you know, and sadness and, and the, the tools that you use when you're in those different head spaces, especially when you still have to show up in life, you know, I whether thought it's you like say for you work. To shoot the shit again. <laughs> no, I, I mean, say, we could. Because of that, how heavy it's been. <laughs> Let's just shoot the shit again next week. Like, right. All right. Just- Shoot the shit for the rest of the year. No, but I, mean, I think that it'd be a nice conversation just because, especially with grief, just trying to like figure out what to do with it. Cause I know a lot of people right now are super mm-hmm. overwhelmed and it'd be nice for us to share perspective on like, even if it's bad perspective, like I just drink all day, whatever it is. Right. <laughs> I just want us to share. So keep that in mind too for next week. The, those of you listening, um, if you want to send in, actually that might be a pretty cool flip. Because I'm saying the topic beforehand, mm-hmm. maybe those of you listening want to send some emails in, uh, send me some comments, some messages. You could do that at Fran at HeyFranHey.com or just tweet me, DM me. Y'all know how to get in touch with me and send me your advice on grief. You know, for those listening, we can share those stories, like what tips and tools, what have you gotten through and what you did to move forward and move on. I think that would be a nice conversation for us to have because everything is overwhelming. How have you guys been feeling these past couple of weeks, especially with the eclipse energy, the blood moon, uh, Mercury retrograde, top of Gemini season? It's just like, whoo, wigs getting pulled. It is top of Gemini season. It is Gemini. Oh, no, you didn't. (laughs) If I have to be honest, I have had a... a, a Y'all finna jump me? Be honest. <laughs> I have not had a fun, like, few weeks. Like, uh, overall. I've... <clears throat> I had, mm-hmm. um... I don't want to get in too much into my business, but, like, there were people that I knew right. that, like, were going through things and, like, um, 
trying to be aid to people that already kind of know what they want to do in certain situations and not knowing how to help people, not knowing how to help others in situations that you kind of know with a certain like distance in between and a mutual distance. Uh, It's just hard to reconcile sometimes um, how much power you do have in a situation versus how much you don't. And then what to do following that and not to let that uh, bleed into other areas of my life as this moving thing keeps happening, (laughs) like we're with my storage. Mm -hmm. So uh, like having Mm -hmm. to deal with that or like work through those things was like really heavy on me for a while. And then there was a period where y'all know I Heart Huckabees is my favorite movie. And one of the reasons that it's my favorite is because I love this. I I love that. It's my anchor. It's it's literally an anchor for me. And it's funny when, uh, Excuse me. Ooh. Not getting choked up because uh, for tears. Not doing that. Uh, it was funny when India came to visit me. <laughs> it reminded me to watch it because that was one of the first movies that like we bonded over as friends. Like I don't remember if I showed a third, but uh, we have a mutual friend. Shout out to Miriam. Uh, we, sh- me and Miriam, used to love that movie. And I don't know if we showed India. We all watched it together, but that was like our movie. And it's just crazy. It always makes me remember. Uh, you know, the creation destruction cycle he was going through, like remembering that, you know, how you can be that mixed with everything everywhere all at once um, and showing people how they can be in accordance to other people and how there's that distance sometimes. But this person could at one point have been your enemy, maybe a parent or a sibling or something in a different life, like all of that, having to just deal with other people's energy and breaking that down while still trying to handle business has been like a lot for me. So I have been doing a little dance through it. I actually wanted to do an episode before, and I'm glad that we didn't do it because I just didn't want to do it. So now that you're doing it, friend, thank you. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, I remember when you were like, I was going to do a heavier yeah, episode. but Because somebody wrote into the episode uh, a few weeks back or a month back maybe at this point, and I wanted to kind of get into what they were discussing because I wanted to touch on grief, but I didn't want it to only be about grief of losing people as well. They were saying, you know, um, it'd be interesting to talk about uh if you've lost like loss of a dream, even like, you know, I, it made me think of mm. when people sometimes will sit back and think like or sometimes be stuck because they're upset about something that didn't happen or they feel like that could have been a, a life path there. So it's almost like you are mourning uh, what you feel like would have been a game changer. Like, you know, even if you went on like uh, uh, American Idol or something like that and you were number two or three, like and you thought you were about to win, like and that shattered your whole reality. Now you decide that you're going to go work in a different field doing something else like these are things that kind of like like do you from there on like more in the loss like i could have been number one like even watching like the drag shows and some of the drag queens some of them like literally just stopped doing drag after that they're like you know what i'm actually done with drag like the fact that i had to commercialize it or do whatever for whatever their reasons are and some people will look back later on and be like damn that was a career i really loved i could have excelled if i kept going especially now that i see this monster that rupaul's grown like, it's just interesting how grief can show up in different ways and different forms, because I know people do sometimes just have a hard time letting go of what could have been. And I have a hard time letting go sometimes of people that were and things that were, let alone things that could have been. So struggling with those sure. things together. Let's do that. a lot. Let's, I think we should just put that in next week's episode, too. You know, just you. grief, <laughs> just grief, <laughs> just grief in general. And, I, and you know, it's tricky. Like when we do this show, right, I always want because this is a funny show. Like 
the baseline of it is comedy at the end of the day. Like we touch on different things. We do mental health, you know, finances. It's the friend right. zone. We, we're touching on everything that human and the human condition is experiencing on a daily basis. That's like the premise. And keeping it light is important. But I also realized during this past week when I wasn't feeling my best, um, I was like looking online for resources too, you know, of like, I was looking for therapists and, and certain specialists and just wanting to hear things they were saying. And it was so helpful, you know, to just in those moments, like those lowest moments to just have that anchor. And it, it made me realize like, yes, our show is funny and we, but it, it'd be nice to have an episode that covers that too for the days that people aren't necessarily looking right. for comedy. They're actually looking for um, connection. Yeah. You know, they need to be reminded that what they're feeling is not just them. And not only is it not just you, but if you're struggling staying afloat, Trust me, a lot of us are too. And sometimes just hearing that, like the trauma specialist said something that was in such perfect alignment and he was talking about himself. And it was like, I felt my body, my heart rate kind of like calm down a little bit because it was just that reminder of humanity yeah. in that moment. Like, yes, Lord. We, we, right? Like we go through the shit. And so I think it'd be nice to to just have that in the archive, you know, cause at the end of the day, I view our show as a catalog of like all the range of emotions too, so that people can kind of click into whatever they need to like resonate with in that moment. So I'm looking forward to it. It is going to be a heavier episode, but we also find the comedy and everything. I mean, there's a joke in everything on this show. <laughs> we <laughs> laughed about ice cream and pride. So that should let you know. But <laughs> it but it's going to be a, a conversation I think we should have. And and like I said, it's kind of cool that I'm mentioning it beforehand because uh, our listeners can almost help us produce it, you know, which is, which is something that we could also start doing moving forward. Sometimes just sharing what the topic's going to be and then having people write in their thoughts and they can kind of be integrated into the conversation, which I think would be a cool, you know, fresh twist on the, on the episodes too, especially when we get in like, our psych bags, you know, and and more of the like heavier topics. I want, I want somebody to comment below. Uh, I'm with Dustin. I'm calling in. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I just be wanting to laugh, like. But you know, it was so helpful to me, honestly. Um, finding so many grief based. Um, tools online the past couple weeks and, and me just being so thankful for the people that take the time out, you know, to create these resources and put them online and in hopes that like people can find them. And you watch them TEDx's too. So I was like, Oh, what? You know it. TEDx on, on, yeah. Like on trauma, on grief, like you name it. I was watching all of that. So yeah, I want to. I want us to contribute even further to that landscape and that conversation. Let's so that's what that. next week's show is going to be. Just so y'all know ahead of time, I'll be there. Shout out to um, Bevy Smith. Her TED Talk premiered today. Yeah. Um, Bevy oh, she Smith. has a TED Talk. Yeah, her TED Talk. It came out today. TED Talk Tuesdays. Her shit came out today. Shout out to Bevy Smith. Do you know what it was about? Getting greater later. Oh, getting greater later. Yeah. Revelation. So shout out to Bevy Smith. Oh, that's you know, I cool. So that's really cool. Yeah. Also, shout out. Speaking of shout outs, I was traveling recently. 
Um, I don't want to say what city I was in. Well, yes, I can. <laughs> I can say what city I was in. I was in Atlanta. And hey, hey, hey. I had an I'm Uber driver who was incredible and made sure that I was okay on my way back to the I was about to say, he was hood as hell, wasn't he? Leaving Atlanta. It was oh. a she. And she <laughs> allowed me to roll those windows down and beat That's myself. That's why I love Atlanta. In that Come on. Hospitality. <laughs> And I five stars, 20 out of 10. Okay. <laughs> um, great experience. And shout out to you, girl, because you truly made sure that I was ready for my flight. And so <laughs> shout out to her. I really appreciated that. And that was a wonderful, magical experience. You know, it feels good to break rules in peace <laughs> without looking over your shoulder, you know. So that was a great cap to a wonderful um, working weekend in Atlanta. So that was great. Thank you. And shout out to her. But that's show. so cute. Mm-hmm. That's so cute. <laughs> also, shout out to my boy Salvi. Um, he has a new single out with a rapper named Bugs Gutter. Shout out to Bugs Gutter. He's a cool dude too. Um, and they got a song out called Rapa Pa. And Salvi is my homeboy. I just want to play a second of this real quick. This is Rapa Pa um, by Bugs Gutter featuring Salvi the Body. Like a drug, the way you got me feeling. Put it in my face, let me smell it before I eat it. Gotta treat me right, do it how I like. Choke it at the base, you spit it, don't bite. So they get nasty, freak of the week. Tell them that I love them, even go off from the street. Wait, you said Bugs Gutter? Yeah, it's Bugs Gutter. Yeah. You sound good. Shout out to Bugs Gutter. But that's my boy Salvi doing That was uh, dope. I did not expect that. (laughs) Who was the girl that did the song Angelica? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, that was um <laughs> That was the girl named um Aoki. Her name you was know, Aoki. You know she's on um she's on Legendary this season. Good for her. That's what's up. Mm. Good for her. Shout out to Legendary. They doing big I love things Legendary. That oh, show provides back. a lot of opportunity for a lot of people. Thirsty. Yes, they're, they're back. They're back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I Not love only that are show. they back, friend, but there's a uh, uh, they have a lot of newer houses and even some. Uh, they have a lot of newer houses, and one of them is from the PNW. So, what? Yeah. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. That's exciting. You're pussy now, <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> Why sound dirty when That's I say it? That's exciting. Shout out to Kiki Palmer. I love Megan The Stallion, but I guess she had to keep going because, you know, she's got these new records she's got to work on. So, Mama, Mama so now busy. Kiki Palmer is on yeah. the stage. I am, I, I, shout out to all the listeners and some friends that text me because Kiki Palmer's introduction, she performed that song that we played on the show. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> And shout out to people that hit me up because Anita was on there too. Because they're like, you can't, you keep talking about this girl. Oh, I like right? Anita. Anita was on there looking good. Anita's she has some great beautiful. feedback. So I love when the guests come and they're not like, you know, doing too much. And she she fit perfectly. So shout out to Anita. And, you know, Issa going to be there uh, this season too. So I can't wait for that. But yeah, I, I love Legendary. Hey. Well, 
I'm definitely going to watch because I, you got me sucked in. And I actually, I really love Kiki Palmer. I think I can actually see how her personality is probably like perfect She, she for fits that perfectly. Show. And you know what? A lot of people had a lot to say about Jamila being there, but Jamila, they really, they really got it going on. Like the way that Jamila yeah. sits, the way that they look in their outfit, like Jamila really just knows how to set it off without trying to be like, oh, let me... Let me really put myself in here. Jamila really just sits back and provides really positive feedback, but it's still very constructive without seeming like, you know, why are you talking to me? So I, I love how Jamila's grown and Jamila was perfect since day one. And it's, you know, they really fit right now. So shout out to Jamila. And shout out to all the new houses that are the, the more recent houses that uh, appeared on the show this season as well. Because it takes a lot to start a house or let alone, um, you know, have the boss to join the house that's been around. So shout out to all the ballroom kids. I love Legendary. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today i'm definitely checking out and i wanted to do a shout out to actually um there's a youtuber that i love her name is kennedy kennedy j kennedy johnson and she has been around for a little bit such a cute name right i love kennedy she's so beautiful she um i think she's from atlanta i know she was living in new york for a while but i cracked up because i met her through you know me being on youtube and and you know my blog and all the stuff that i used to have and she was just like she'd be in the comments and you know how there are people that after a while like as years pass you just Mm -hmm. recognize them like y'all low-key become yeah yeah you build a rapport you just like engage you know each other's names so i met her years past and i met her at um it was actually the hbo premiere for um was the sketch show, black lady sketch show remember okay, when we all yeah. went to that yeah mm-hmm. in new york and so i saw her and i went up to her <laughs> and i was like kennedy it's so nice to meet you and she like <laughs> she goes how do you know my name <laughs> oh that's so sweet and she goes how do you know my name and she seems so like like it was jarring for her and I tried to not take it personal because I was like, that was such a strange <laughs> response. Like, you know, we've gone back and forth, you know, but I left it alone and I just was like, of course I know your name, girl. Like, I, you know, I fucks with you, but was she on was like, hi. No, because that's... Right? And I just kept, <laughs> I kept walking and I left it alone, but she recently made a vlog <laughs> where she was like, I need to talk to Fran about that moment because... It haunts me still. I mean, you have to understand, Because <laughs> she said it was jarring yeah. for her that yeah. I came up to her and knew her name and was like, like what's up? It's one thing like, to see you making videos cool and then see your text response, but, like, for you to, like, full-on, like, walk up, like, you know, y'all have, like, kicked it before and it's someone that you have always right. known, like, at a distance. But, like, if Rihanna ever walked just up to me and was, internet. like, passed me the blind, <laughs> first of all, I'm gonna take it, but I'm just gonna be, like, trying my hardest not to blow the moment because what... <laughs> So for her, she just 
Oh, it, it blew. <laughs> but I thought it was so cute because I'm I'm a genuine fan of hers, and I love she does these weekly vlogs. Y'all have to watch it. She, I feel like y'all would love her because she's just so fucking funny, and she's just so cool. She's like the little sister that you'd always want, and love her energy. And I watch it, so it was funny <laughs> to be watching her vlog. Like I'm in my house, like I think I was like folding laundry or some shit, and she starts talking about the day that we met, and I was so awkward. <laughs> oh my god! And she's and she's in the vlog, like y'all. I said to her. How do you know my name? She's like, can y'all believe that? <laughs> Mind you, you're watching the video. That and is I'm watching it cracking up. So I made a mental note to tell her that, yes, I was caught off guard by her response because it almost seemed like she was like, why are you talking to me? But I realized that it wasn't that. It was more so just like. <laughs> it was, it was why are you so talking to me? Like, because you're friend. Oh, like. <laughs> Cause you're OG, you know, you OG, but you know me, I, my brain doesn't even register like that. I just be going up to people yeah, you like, I love you, I love your video, whatever. So I just thought that was funny, but check her out. Definitely support her vlogs. I know how hard it is to be consistent on YouTube. I was never good at it. <laughs> I tried. Ooh. I gave it a good, what, five years of content and did my me. thing, but. I know how hard it is. And it's so different now. I don't know if... Are y'all into the vlogs? Like, what kind of content on YouTube do y'all even watch these days? Because the vlogs are very different. Like, during my time... <laughs> during mm-hmm. my time, <laughs> the vlog was 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Remember when Shit. YouTube didn't even let say, you that post was 15 minutes? I said, it my, got, my like, time extended. was a little before that thing. Because I remember, like... The, yeah. I, do you remember how long it, had a it limit. took to upload those, like... Eight or like whatever it was before ten minutes before they finally was like approving fifteen to twenty. So it was like you got to get approved to do that, mm-hmm. and it still takes three out four out. Like YouTube was crazy. That's was like I can't. This is gonna drive me insane. It was insane. Yeah. It, and now to see them, it's trippy that like we had gotten the extension where now it was like I remember it's like oh you can do up to fifteen minutes, and we were like oh shit. But it was still like a lot. Like people would be like, this is too right. long. And now vlogs are an hour two and hours. a half to two hours. And I'm just like, that is crazy how that format shifted like that from like people complaining. I remember people used to be like, this video is oh, too yes. long. And it would be seven minutes. And it would be seven minutes or eight minutes. And I remember stressing in the edit, like having to break it all down. Bay, like, <laughs> yeah, like how do I make this had, even more efficient you, without like cutting right, you everything had to, like, off? Cut it down, and you had to make sure the file size was right too. So it was like two different, like a bunch right. of different battles at once. It was rough, and then so to see now that people actually appreciate two-hour content. First of all, making two-hour content—that's crazy like shout out to all the youtubers that have jumped into the vlogging lane and do it weekly some of them do it twice weekly and it's two hours long and i know what they do is they just take their camera daily you know and just capture whatever from that day and then you know on sunday they look back at all the footage for the week and then turn it into a one and a half to two hour video and i'm just like wow the editing for that like, yeah, these editors are doing their thing y'all. right now. For real. Especially people you. who edit their own mm-hmm. shit. Like, they go, y'all are the real MVP. Which is like, most YouTubers, let's be yeah. real. Like, that's what makes it so overwhelming because it's like I'm the creative, the creator, and the editor, and the promoter because you the distribute producer. your own shit, and a producer. 
and videographer and it's just and a lot but fans. because you know <laughs> but wait what were you saying dustin no, no, oh, sorry, no, no, I'm dustin. i was curious who he was about to say he's yeah, been yeah, watching yeah, yeah. or what kind of content y'all even watch on youtube i don't remember i uh well who do you watch on youtube or what do you watch on youtube i watch a tons of roller coaster and theme park content so that's like, so funny that's I research love that. though i also um I watch Monroe Steele. I watch her lifestyle channel. I watch the beef sector. So like James Caldwell, Spillet Boy, Trace Jolene. I watch um, all that stuff. Um, uh, who else do I? Timothy Blaine. Uh, who else? I watch Armand Wiggins. I watch, um, what else do I watch? I watch a lot of different stuff on YouTube. Like I love YouTube. And then I watch like scientific, you know, videos and stuff like that. I watch mm-hmm. a lot of like travel content. Um, I watched a video the other day of somebody that was in the northernmost point on Earth, and it wasn't oh, like the North Pole; it was somewhere, was somewhere up there or whatever. But it was horrible. Like the sun only come out like twenty minutes a day or some shit. It was like <laughs> it was wild as fuck. It was freezing cold and shit, but it was fascinating to yeah. watch that. That's <laughs> that's know, twenty minutes. That's it. <laughs> But it was just just watching all that kind of stuff is great. So I watch tons of different stuff on YouTube. And then, of course, like all the comedy stuff I watch, like Roast Me, you know, on the um, All Deaf, you know, shit. I watch so many different things, so many different things. So what about you? I'm I'm curious what you Super random YouTube watches. But uh, anything from there's this YouTube channel called like the B1N. It's like a bunch of like uh, random business, like building stuff. Like they were just saying that uh, Toronto apparently is getting a, uh, it's going to become like the next New York or becoming Manhattan five because they're building this really big building uh, downtown. But then they always talk about random stuff like in San Francisco or San Diego, one of the sands on the West coast. Okay. Um, there's a building that was built some years ago and the shit is leaning <laughs> like, like it, it's literally like mm. little by little leaning and apparently they keep uh, building these plans to restructure the bottom so it doesn't like of course collapse but just random interesting stuff like that too so a lot of like random like business stuff I watch a lot of random tech stuff uh, shout out to Tech Me Out uh, shout out to Your Average Consumer um, shout out to MBKHD it's like a lot of black people in tech black men in tech, black women in tech I love watching uh, them do their tech reviews, their unboxings. It was cool that they got to talk to people at Apple and stuff like that, and they're black. So I try to get those views up over there on on the sci-fi side. Um, A lot of sci-fi stuff, but a lot of like, um, a lot of these shows, a lot of the concepts are like, I didn't realize how deep some of them were in certain ones, like until I started pulling together a lot of these comic book themes uh, over the past couple of years. And I was like, damn, now I got to go back and watch. So, like, I have, like, a lot of, like, uh, there's this, this random channel. It's, like, uh, explain, series explain, shows explained, and they literally explain certain uh-huh. old episodes. I love that show. And I love mm-hmm. just getting these random contexts that I was like, okay, well, I knew that that was, like, a thing, but I didn't know, like, the history behind, like, them pulling that. Like, just random stuff like that. But I love outside of that. <laughs> I watch, like, a lot of, like, random, like, gay shows. Like, of course, you know, the Chasing series, all of those. Yeah, like, I watch you know, all of Any them. of those, all of those. And, oh, I gotta uh, catch up. You oh, you have got to catch up. 
I don't even know where I'm at now that Chow. I think about it. I'm like, what was the last episode a, I watched? You want to talk about it? I'm actually. I, Are you huh? caught up I'm on caught Atlanta? Up, I'm two episodes behind. I think the last episode <laughs> I saw was like when uh, it was after the fight outside of whatever that place looked like. Mm-hmm. I know that it wasn't, but the back of it looked like the back of the, uh, the OLG. And I was like, Are they behind the OLG fighting like this? <laughs> yeah, it did. Look <laughs> but like the that, episode but after not. that was the last one that I watched, and I like. Whose side I'm were you on Zeus, in the fight? Zeus didn't pick it up. I wonder why. Uh, no one. I can see them like, <laughs> like neither. Like I was on Rico's side. Uh, Rico Casserole. Rico Casadine, yeah, because Dominique started that fight. We're talking about chasing Atlanta for those who, if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. That's what we're talking about right now. I was on Rico's side because Dominique started yeah, that he fight. He did say he was minding his own business, but he was. He literally I, was. I just Dominique neither one of them really. I used to follow uh, Dominique on Instagram, which I, I don't know why. I think because I, I follow Oliver. Shout out to Oliver Twix. Like, I, yeah, I randomly followed a couple Oliver. other ones, but I don't follow Dominique no more, I don't think. But, yeah, Rico doesn't bother me. He's a cool addition, so. But, yeah. There's a he lot was, of people. They added a I lot of people in this season. But, but speaking of Zeus really fast and really random before we talk about another show, I would love to have a show on Zeus. I keep thinking about this and saying this. But Zeus, I want... I want to experience that split. Like I want to, I want to do an actual like random comedy show. <laughs> the whole app has like really random shows on there. So some of the shows you would, if one of those other shows pop, you'd be like, they have that sort of content. So they really could work with me and do just about anything anyway. So if someone has Zeus is looking for some content. I would love to work on it with them, but I'm mad because yeah, we fly. I'm so mad there. because on this week's episode, did you watch this week's episode of bad boys club? Yeah, really small random thing. <laughs> they had a uh, uh, they had a casting call, and they were doing like the score, and I was so mad because because it's Zeus, and I hate that I say that, but there was no editing really done for the casting call, so it's like I don't think they were really tallying up scores, but it would have been like a cute little thing for them to do and make a uh, light of in that scene. But just small thing. Not that I want to work with them on building the content they have. I would love to make uh, original content with them. Well, you said it. Somebody's There's a couple listening. other YouTubers I want to shout out to, too. Shout out to Ashley Miller. She actually yes. supports us. She's been to. She's out of Chicago. Incredible YouTuber. Um, does great reviews on television shows. And she's been to a couple of our friends on live shows in Chicago, too. Ah, sweet. Um, so shout out to Ashley Miller. Definitely big shout out to Kevin from The Scorpion Show. Kevin and Mikhail oh, from The Scorpion Show. I love Kevin. Um, yeah, shout out to Kevin. He's so cool and been in the YouTube game for years and years. Oh, yes, I mean, they're part of the, of the OGs. OGs. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, who else on YouTube specifically do I want to shout out? Try, oh, it's a, it, there's a girl that does like mukbang videos, like eating different food. <laughs> you Her know I love it. It's you so good. Look up It's So Good on, uh, on YouTube. Her <laughs> channel is satisfying. Shout out to Dietrich. Dietrich put me on to her. But yeah, that's it. I just want to make sure I shout it well, out. If we talking Ashley about Miller. YouTube, you know. And, and oh, one more. I'm sorry. Rocks. Mm-hmm. Four, it's rocks. Shout out to rocks. Four, the number four, it's rocks. Um, she's an incredible YouTuber as well. Does reviews and she loves perfume. She does a lot of videos about like perfume and stuff. It's rocks. Ooh. She does top of the blog. She's an incredible, incredible YouTuber. And she does incredible um, impressions. Also, can't forget Alexander Rogers and Chris C. Diggy, um, my boys from Pop Roast, and they both have individual channels as you well. They do Pop it. Roast together, and they have individual YouTube channels. So um, Chris is a C. Diggy one, C. D. I. G. G. I. The number one, I believe, and then Alexander Rogers is just Alexander Rogers. 
Um, and they're both hilarious. So those are all YouTube channels that you For those of you watch. listening, y'all know that we have not named a lot of channels. We've talked about a lot of YouTubers on here. We just wanted to continue to name some more before I ask you, friend, who you're watching. Because I'm glad you just kept wrapping them up. But I'm just like, there are so many things that we could shout out. People are like, well, yeah, I ain't talking about the Terrell show or things like that. So there are so many things that we probably do watch and we just didn't mention. But shout oh, out to yeah, all of them. And I just want to shout out to the queen of YouTube right now, Miss Legs, Hips and Body Herself, Candy, or her YouTube channel, Candy Online, where she just... <laughs> She just makes really good use of her space on there. And I just, I think that that's super dope. Incredible. There are plenty of like artists, uh, personalities, people that could be really capitalizing with their YouTube and they don't even Saweetie puts money into her YouTube. So I just have to shout out Candy with with everything she does on her YouTube channel. Candy's YouTube channel is Candy Online. And it's an incredibly, the the content is so well produced. She has Mm. series, shows that she does. To me, Candy is obviously angling for her own talk show. She's got mm-hmm. her speak on this series, which started as an after show for the Real Housewives of Atlanta and has now evolved into its own talk show series. We know she just guest hosted on the Ellen show and did a knockout job. So mm-hmm. obviously she's, you know, looming around. And we also know that Candy is working towards the EGOT. I feel like a television show from her, a talk show rather from her is a no brainer um, way for her to get an Emmy. She, I could totally see that happening. So shout out to Candy, and I hope she does get a talk show because her interviews actually yeah. are good. Did you guys see her interview with Benzino when he was up there lying? <laughs> I did watch that. Um, being Benzino. homophobic. Yeah, I did watch that yeah. interview, That's which so was random. a lot. And he's in the news no. again. The of motherfucker course. just got arrested like yesterday, I think it was. He what always talking, always got a comment Ooh. on something okay, like that has nothing to the do with him. Me. Right, okay. you see me. Gotta get my energy right. <laughs> um, I love. Well, I mentioned Kennedy J. I watch her vlogs. Um, most of the vlog girls that, that at least the ones that like aggregate on my thing and are popular are the like luxury girls. Yes. You know that they're like unboxing their new like yes. Chanel bag and shoes, and it's cute. I'm a tourist. I'm always going to love luxury. I'm a, I love women enjoying luxury. I love black yes. women enjoying luxury. I'm very happy to see all these beautiful young black women using the internet to um, live fly as hell. And, you know, they're so proud of it. And that makes me happy. I'm happy that, that the internet has created that lane. So I like seeing those, but... My personal fave is another young lady that's I think she's out of Atlanta too. Her name is Aaliyah's face. Um, she's just super cute and funny and and like bubbly but cool. She seems like little sister vibes, but she's I've I've enjoyed watching her grow, you know, as a creative where it's like you see these creatives in like their house, yeah. their like small apartment, and then it goes from that to like yep. their first house, and that's then cool. it goes from that's that to like their to family. It's just like yeah, it's so cool to see. So I love the the progression and evolution of a lot of these young ladies' channels. And then who else do I watch? I'm always looking up spiritual practitioners, to be honest. Like, I'd be on there just hearing forecasts for the week or something from astrologers. And y'all know me. I'd be on some weird shit. And that's a big part of what I do on YouTube. And then, and you Justin know who's funny? Justin Marcus, you remember? Shout out to Justin Marcus, yeah. <laughs> He's funny too, yeah. He's cool. Um, uh, damn, I forgot which one I was going to say. Oh, it was at the tip of my tongue and I lost it. I was going to bring up like someone else that I watch. 
because it's like the spiritual girls. Really fast, when you said spiritual, it made me remember. Um, if you look at my first of all, if you look at my TV, because these are things that I uh, seek, but some of it does populate outside of the music videos. Uh, a lot of uh, frequencies I play like at night or when I'm like rolling up or I want playing games. I don't feel like putting music. Oh on. yeah. So like those always play in the sure. background too, because I like how the backgrounds look. Yeah. Like this one has got the really pretty like gold all around and stuff. I was like, this is not. Nice. It's just on the screen. And selection. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually have to give Hell a shout yeah. out to the selection. I love you, Joe um, K. Selection playlist. Yes, when he just be going on and, and yeah. doing like a set for like two, three hours. Uh, and it'll be like, you know, he'll be in a room that's like super cute or vibey or he'll just like have cool lights behind him. Whatever the case, I he saved me last week. Yeah. I swear. I, at one point, I just turned off the lights and poured myself a glass of wine and just let his set play for like three hours. And it totally, first of all, music is just always therapy for me. Medicine. Like, I don't know what I would do, honestly, in life if I couldn't play music to get through, like, the shit that I'd be going through. I just don't know what I would do because his set was so perfect. It was exactly what I needed. It felt like an internal massage. Like, all the notes Mm. and transitions were hitting all my pain points. And you know how they say once that music hits, like, you don't feel pain. That's, like, a big saying. And it's true. I really feel that way. It just was hitting all my pain points and just, like, providing so much relief i was so thankful for him and all the musicians and even like how pop and soundcloud you yeah. remember when you could just find playlists and like dj sets it's a little different now because of licensing yeah. which i get yeah. um but shout out to selection and definitely just people that are using that Hell platform yeah. for their music so but also so good right um y'all know demona from philly like the funny comedian that she be putting out those videos where she's talking about like how she likes to get fucked and she's like doing the neck <laughs> and the leg up thing. You don't no. know what I'm talking about? No. She has a video that went viral that it was really funny about her. She was like posing as the man and, and saying, you got to grab my neck from here, put your leg up here. And, and she had like the mustache filter. So it made it funnier <laughs> when she was doing it. And then she from Philly. So just like her accent, she's just funny as fuck, but she has a podcast. I didn't know. And it's called Don't Call Me White Girl. Oh, yeah, I've seen oh, that podcast. I love her. Yeah. I love yeah. her. Don't Call Me White Girl. Yes. Don't Call duh. Me White Girl. Demona, I love she, her. She yes. is, first of all, her podcast is on YouTube. You have mm-hmm. to watch it. It is, and I and I get it, it's not going to be for everybody, <laughs> but she, she, rem, she, I did. <laughs> She reminds me of home, just like, and my, granted, I'm not from Philly, but just at home, that like girl from the block that you sit with and just chop it up and catch up on life. And she just reminds me of that. She's funny, problematic. I love and her. just authentic. She and- is problematic in some ways, but she also is a person who is definitely, she has owns good intentions shit. and she has good intentions because and when she, she talked it. about, yeah, when she mm-hmm. talked about, um, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I but I no, like no, no, the conversation was... she had about when she had said some things that people in the LGBTQ plus community didn't really take too kindly to. And she got educated, you know what I'm saying, and got her shit together and really actually understands and gets it. And she says things like, you know, how she she talks about how she doesn't agree with people like shutting their kids out for their sexuality and shit in detail and like 
how she love her kids. I just, I like her. Don't call me white girl. She's hilarious. She's and she's on the Jackson funny. Sullivan album. She is. She talked about that too. But definitely check out her YouTube if you haven't. It's on like the Beat Network or something mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. on YouTube. But you could just type um, "Don't Call Me White Girl." I'm sure it'll pop up. She is so. But funny. she was. She was a, a lot of comedic relief for me this week too. I've <laughs> just binged like a couple of her episodes and just needed to fucking laugh. But definitely check her out if you need a good a good hood laugh. <laughs> and she's smart. I think she's smart. Very. That's mm-hmm. why I like her. Cause she's just like that's what I said. She's the girl from the block, but she's first of all, she's gonna be huge. Yeah. I feel huge. Uh, you can huge. see it. Like that trajectory is hitting. And I saw the numbers just from the start of her video to like what she pulls now. I'm like, oh, she's out of here. Like Break. I can see her having like um stand up, you know, and, and going in that direction, which would be really cool. But check her out. And I like this, that we're kind of like shining light on other dope creatives that are like contributing <laughs> contributing to the conversation. But she's funny. Um, that's really it. The rest is my woo-woo shit. You know really. what else I love? I love watching the uh, Black Girls in the Business videos. Uh, there's a, a woman, Jazz X Anye. It's spelled A-I-G-N-E-R. Mm-hmm. For a year, she's just, like, gone through, like, all her business stuff from, like, her hair businesses to, like, her Shopify businesses to her home. Like, she's done all sorts of business stuff. And, like, she literally, like, will break it all down, give you all the blueprints, give you everything for free. Then she's got academies and stuff you can pay for. And, like, just watching her growth and then talk about her mental health at times, like, it's really dope and refreshing. So I love watching I love watching uh, business videos, too, where people are, like, going through, like, their inventory and packaging and all that because I'm trying to just... You know, For think sure. about the future and a lot of different things. That's why a lot of the real estate stuff comes up. And randomly, I, okay, so because of the real estate videos, it populates like other uh, tour videos, I guess, because a lot of it is like luxury housing. But the other part of it that I, I really randomly got into are these. About to be arson in this motherfucker. You see that? Well, <laughs> that little weed nugget fell out the end of this blunt on me. <laughs> And you see, I got a scrimmage jersey on, so these holes ain't nothing but opportunity okay. for the fans. This is almost lit to this. I jump up and said, he got that shirt on there with some, some hairs or something. Uh, this got burnt the skin a little bit. Protective layers. No, but uh, okay. randomly, it populated try. tours of double wides, of like, like trailers and mm. shit. And some of them bitches were, st- well, they were staged very, very nice. 16 I just don't know where I would put a double wide or an RV or any of these campers. Teen mom. <laughs> that's where they be in them trailers on Teen Mom. And it was like it was a trailer park like right by the highway. I was like, ooh. Ah. Mm-mm. But they were nice on the inside. I was like, if I had like a plot of land instead of building a house, have a little double wide on the side until the house gets built or something, like that'd be cool. That's yeah. lit. Yeah. I want some land. I've been watching that too. A lot of people just like I watched the damn. I wish I remember the channels. A family that they left Texas, and they now live in Ghana, I mm. believe. And it was cool because she's a, she's like in her early twenties and just kind of documenting the transition from you know your your family in the states to now y'all are in fucking yeah. Ghana. What does that look like? How does that work? What are you going to do for a living? What, what are you going to do? Barriers? <laughs> right. <laughs> what are you going to do? What do you, what it, what is life like? And just like her insecurities and worries and excitements. And it's just so fascinating. I love Sounds the expat. Like, yeah. 
the Same. expat content is really good too. People that have left from here and are like living new lives in Portugal or Bali or wherever is that is interesting too. Speaking Just how of, they go about that. How can we leave out Maya and Max? Shout out to Maya, Shameless Maya. Oh, I love their new channel. Max. Yeah, they're what is the name of the channel? Do you know for sure? I the think name? it's um Max and Maya Living. Yeah. Well, it's great yeah. content. Follow it them. It is good. They're yeah, sharing the just the challenges. Yeah. Challenges of marriage, parenthood, being creatives, their age gap, masculine versus feminine. I mean, they they cover the gambit. And and obviously, like, home reno- renovations because they redid their house. Yeah. Even Maya sharing her transition, too, from living in L.A. to now the countryside of Sweden and yeah. just how that has affected her. So And, and also, check us on the Woo on patreon we we did a deep dive on that too that was really good just about turning 40 and what we're looking forward to and happy birthday maya it was actually happy her birthday, birthday a couple days ago yes. we love you welcome to the 40 club old hoes <laughs> she looked so beautiful though in portugal she with her did. baby i was like this is just too good what a difference a year makes so yeah love you maya um yes that's Randomly, it though y'all ready to oh, well just mm-hmm. last thing um did y'all listen to the Kendrick Lamar album? Yes. I did. Mother I Sober is my personal fave. And mm-hmm. shout out to our homie in front damn of the Sue. show, Sam mm-hmm. Du, who is all mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. the damn album. Mm-hmm. Literally, he's on probably every track but two of them. Mm-hmm. Dope. Iconic. Shout out to that. Um, I definitely listened to the album. Also, shout out to um, my boy Shannon Stokes who was responsible for styling Kendrick Lamar's performance at the damn Super Bowl. Oh, um, I remember that. That whole look or whatever. Just just good to see people, you know, be a part of these moments and shit. But yes, I yeah. listened to the album. Brian, you want to talk about the uh, music being transform- uh, being a savior? There were a lot of tracks on there, um, even though Kendrick is not my savior. Um, there were a lot of tracks on there that really just, they were super transformational. And that hit. Like, even mm-hmm. that first track, United in Grief, I was stuck for a mm-hmm. while. I, Let me tell you, I was like, oh, okay, so this is what we're doing today. I was stuck. So <laughs> that was. Uh, he was like, I wish you, pa- I wish you paradise. Like, yeah, that was, for me, it was the Mother I Sober track, just him talking about the alchemy you know, the pain in his life, how is he had to use it as alchemy to transform and forgive and just all that. It's just, just a beautiful song. It the, is. The, the production, everything. That's a, That was one of the standouts for me, yeah. too. And Sam, um, you heard Sam on it at the yes, end? Like, he's yes. the one that did the, the singing part at the end. And, and just shout out to Sam. Actually, he's coming on the show soon, too, which is going to be exciting because we can kind of talk to him about, yeah, Sam he... Do. he he hit us saying he would love to come on soon so we can talk about just what it's like being like the behind the scenes magician that he is, you know, he's, he's a part of a lot of important projects and careers and he gets to just like be in the back, which I, he seems to prefer, <laughs> which I mm-hmm. understand. Cause I'm like, I'm the same way. So I'm can't wait to have him talk to us about the process too, of just being a part of these big projects. But, but yeah, I loved it. Mother, I sober. Hit that hit, was the hardest for, for you, me, boy. Oh my god, I had it on repeat. It made me cry the first time I heard it. Honestly, I, like time it that I was like, <gasps> "Die Hard" for mm. me. I like Die Hard. Father Time was incredible. 
um, Die Hard, everything. Count me Purple out. Hearts. Yep, all of these. That whole that whole little run. Purple Hearts, Count Me Out, Crown, Silent Hill. Like, man, that album. I can't. I, the only song that I skip is the one with Taylor Page because all that violence gets to me after a while. <laughs> but yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't connect to the energy of it. I was like, ooh, I don't know this life. I mean, <laughs> it's. It was. I don't know if it was too relatable, but it was just a lot. So I was just like, "Ooh, okay." There's that. There's something I know. Don't want to be here again. But the rest of them was just like nothing but pure emotion. It's art. I wanted it every museum, of course, the black museum first. But the white museums have to pay, and they should pay. It should just be a tax. It's it's great. It's I love it. But yeah, that was just the last thing. Yeah. um, Yeah. No, it was a great project and happy to have Kendrick back, even though, so help me understand, this is his last album or it's his last album on TDE? There you go. Last album on TDE. Okay. Cause I, mm-hmm. I, people choose their words cautiously and I notice he keeps saying last album on TDE, last mm-hmm. TDE album, not last album. So I figured like, is he going to start clean somewhere else or go independent? Like, or is this it? This is like his, you know, bow out. I'm curious. I don't think he's been clear about that. Last album on TDE, I know for sure. Right. I said, Joe Damn. Frederick well. Douglass looking ass better not get on down for you. <laughs> keep making music, goddammit. End so. of an era, if that's the case. But either way, happy to have him back. I love artists that take time away and really live and deep dive because then they give us bodies of work that last. He's know? a brilliant artist. He's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant artist. And then we love yeah. to see he's got a fucking Pulitzer Prize. So come on. You know what I That's mean? That's crazy. Like, yeah. All right. Crazy. And shout out to Renell who did the cover. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Dope ass photographer. It's just dope as fuck. Yeah. More art. It is really nice. I wonder if mm-hmm. we're going to get like. I want them to shoot my nudes. Imagine me like, imagine me just standing in the middle of the floor like how Kendrick and them was in that cover. <laughs> just turn around. Butt ass naked, you know what I'm saying? It elevated the artistic news. Only you, a oh, boudoir. They call yeah. it the boudoir. I wonder what shoots. the follow up bitch was gonna like. <laughs> I'm gonna send you her Twitter because she she posted more shots from you know the the whole album mm. rollout. So that were really really nice. Some behind the scenes and all that. Where would y'all shoot y'all album cover at? Probably back home in DR. Mm-hmm. I think as the first album, that'd be mm. cool. Probably in Grady Hospital. Because <laughs> that's where all this shit started. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. I like that. I'd be in a club. I can see that. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be inside a club, in a nightclub. What totally. would the picture be? What would the shot be? An aerial shot. You know what I'm saying? Of me, you know, fellowshipping. I just put it like that. Um, you know, it just to evoke my general mood because I make music for I would make anthem club music if that makes sense. Stadium nightclub music if there was mm-hmm. an intersection of the two. And it would just be me in the club, zoomed out. Not zoomed all the way out because you would definitely be able to see it. <laughs> legs, hips, and you definitely be able to see legs, hips, and body, body, but you know what I'm saying? It would be in a club, I would definitely be in a club in full rapper regalia. Chains, charms, <laughs> bottles, bitches, niggas. Tims. Gambling, Tims, <laughs> everything you can think of. It's smoke in the air. <laughs> Not like, regalia. It would literally be like, yeah. 
<laughs> but I would just have the lighting done really artistically. You know what I'm saying? To elevate it. But it would definitely be in a club. Mm-hmm. I'm with it. I can see it. I can mm-hmm. see it. What about you, Fran? All what, of you these. said in DR? She DR. said in DR, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like the island vibe. Probably now, where sitting would we shoot the Friends on album? Where would we shoot the Friends on album? In the subway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be dope. Like a cute, but it has to be very right New York. There's no way around it. Something that is just New York. Yeah, I agree. Some something. Look at us all like Grand Central Station. Trying to picture it. No, I don't know. <laughs> On one of them circle line boats. <laughs> <laughs> I used to see those from my window. <laughs> Going around the thing. <laughs> yes. Because in Harlem, they would come up. <laughs> and I would see, because I could see the Harlem River from my apartment in Harlem, and I, they would drive, they would ride by every day. You just see them like, woo. <laughs> the circle line boat. You'd be on that motherfucker uh, for three hours. Like, damn, by the time you by the time it's going back, you'd be like, Thank you, God. <laughs> Shit. I will never forget working at Shake Shack and us going on one of them cruises and the niggas getting in the fights. That was an amazing night. <laughs> what a company. Wow. That was that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I went on, on the after note. hours on one of them boats that started the boat, the bitch didn't dock. It left I the dock at seven o'clock in the that. morning. Yep. What the they hell? They still got it too. I went. I ain't gonna say that's the name a different of it kind of party. You know, in case so you was. <laughs> There's a lot going on on that boat. I was like, wow, rock the boat for real. <laughs> well, on that note, that does it for this week's episode right. of the Friend Zone Podcast. Don't forget to check out all of our premium content. If you're listening Wednesday, we are going live tonight with the wind down. Again, we have a special guest at 8 p.m. That's at patreon.com slash friend zone podcast. Plus, if you're listening, premium if you're watching, I love you, Dustin. I love you, friend. Stay black and protect your magic. I, I love, love you guys. Too. Thank I you for listening. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye, y'all. Being black is great. It's the freedom for me. <laughs> right. <laughs>